0: In the
1: cabbage. Oh, let's get it. Test, test, test. Yeah, we're live.
0: Welcome to In the Cabbage. <laughs> this is crazy.
1: This is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this. I'm Tommy sweat
0: Andrew Witt. Please subscribe. Please listen. Please download. Like. Just a reminder. Keep swinging. Welcome back to In The Cabbage. I'm your boy, Tommy Swain, a.k.a. Big Sexy, Big Smooth,
1: Big Diesel, <laughs> whatever you want to call me, <laughs> hey, to my right or your left. He's a big dog right here. big however dog. You
0: wanna, however you want to view or listen, my boy, A. wit
1: Andrew Witt. Hey, what's happening, people? What is up, buddy?
0: Heard you had a hell of a weekend uh, with the bridal shower. How'd that go?
1: It was good, dude. It was great. Um, yeah, so Katie... Had her bridal shower. She was all fired up for that. It was all huge theme going on. Big shout out to the family, all the friends, to make it happen. The place looked great. Did you see some of I the saw pictures? Some of the
0: pictures. Unfortunately, uh, Madison's cousin um, had her baby shower same day. Of course. Careful,
1: careful with the unfortunate. Well, I mean, it's unfa- still great. I mean, unfortunate <laughs> in the idea of that yes, they lined up on yeah, the same day. The timing. Not unfortunate. Of course. She had to go. <laughs> no, I'm glad you glad you made me clarify
0: that. But yes, unfortunately, they were the same day. Madison was happy yeah. to go to her cousins and do that with her. There we go. Yeah. but, but It was just a bummer. It was the correct. same time.
1: Legitimately. same time. It was time. 12 it was p.m. Crazy. 12 p.m. on the same day. Yeah, I know. It was a little bit of a bummer. But the, the place that was set up, it was fantastic. It looked great. It was like a Tiffany themed, like Tiffany and Bride. So instead of like Tiffany and Co., it was just Tiffany and Bride. So everything was like blue and whites and silvers. And it was really cool. It was really pretty. It was really cute. Lots of cute little, um, you know, like decorations and some great food, some desserts. Had some Jersey Mike sandwiches. All the time. Best sandwich and, place. And I mean, big, big shout out for like the for the for the big chains. I would say Jersey Mike's is, is up there. Number one sure. right now. Yeah. As far as a big if we're chain. talking
0: big chains, like food wise, there's not a better food spot.
1: It's a staple. True. Yeah, it's it's fan. It's if fantastic. I'm, the airport, um, I'm losing
0: my mind. I'm like, oh, I know what I'm doing for lunch. 100%. If the line's not out the door.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're going to wait for that guy because he's going to have that little oh. slicer over there. Freshly sliced. I always feel meat. so bad watching those dudes. Because you're always getting the yeah. Italian. Yeah, <laughs> like, you got to pull 15
0: <laughs> meats out, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you got to pull out 20-something meats. I'm going to sit there staring at you. And they never right. look happy doing it.
1: No, but, they but never I can't do. Blame
0: them. I wouldn't be happy yanking out. You don't want just turkey and pro. No. they're making art they though.
1: They're, they're, <laughs> it is an art of a sandwich. It's it's a beautiful thing to watch. Do you ever see. know what uh, Subway um,
0: um, people who made sandwiches were called? And they're called sandwich artists. Yeah, really.
1: But anyways, back to K. I just thought a little fun. That's a that's a pretty exhibit. that's a pretty loose term that they're gonna be throwing around there for <laughs> Subway. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it was fantastic. Food was great. Um, and it was, it was awesome because I actually got to go there. I got to hang out. Um, I definitely stayed out of the way, did my little hello. Hey, how's it going? Thank you all for coming. Um, but then I made a quick exit over to the garage and I hung out with Loy, which is Katie's dad. Um, for the listeners out there, and he's got a little bit of a launch monitor garage golf mm-hmm. setup. Talking about like a really, it's almost like a dream like setup. I mean, it's, it really goes all right. like, It's it's basically all the way there because he put in like an air conditioning unit so we can play in the summer. You know, you got the fridge right there so you can grab like some beers, some some drinks. Exactly, exactly. The only thing truly that he's missing is like a small little grandstand section or else that thing (laughs) will be complete. It's it's really cool. He's got like the projector overhead, big just Floyd it's I mean like that was his like retirement gift to I himself and boy did he treat himself right and I'm jealous of that and so it was fun we got to play a couple of courses play 27 holes um, that was a lot of fun and um, that was kind of it like I kind of just stayed out of the way but it was a fun time mm-hmm. hanging and it looked like all the gals had a fantastic time on Saturday and so we got to do a little bit of extra celebrating um, back at our place we kind of hung out played some video games kept it chill and uh sunday was just big like big on the recuperation Yeah, big
0: day. big rehab yeah. day for that i'm sure shout out to my yeah. mom she didn't show up for uh the fam though so i was a big fan of that you know she always there does that for us yeah and, um she said she had a great time it was really fun for her to uh you know Hang out and see everybody. And uh, way less stressful this time Her for her around. Oh, I'm, I'm we're sure. We're, like, so excited. Aunt massa and I were like, oh, my God. <laughs> we could just get <laughs> drunk a, and hang out. Not a single right.
1: responsibility. Well, you got to make a speech, though, Yeah, bud. You know,
0: <laughs> I feel like I do really well, like, in the moment. Funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. writing down funny. Hard for me. Really hard for me to deliver, like, some personal messages and be funny. I, I I got so you. I'm, I'm extremely nervous. I've been running it through my head, but I think That's what you I'm do. overlapping That's what I did with stories yours. on ours a bit. So okay. I have to re-go back and make sure I'm not, because I don't want to tell the same stories you told on mine. It's fine. They're, mean, great they're great stories. Great stories but uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? On that, I just did a lot of recoup myself, buddy. Um, wifey, again, gone all day Saturday. at her cousin's baby shower, which was awesome um heard great things about it plenty of pictures very excited nice um and then um just kind of played video games all day which is you know i used to be way into them and rank play for call of duty just came yeah. out and i've yeah. been grinding it yeah it's really fun and not like you know not full i did not, not i did full, not expect you to hit, yeah, hit not me not with full, that um tommy in a garage cs status but <clears throat> but I mean a good six hour grind. I'm I sure. mean that one day. Every other night's like two and a half hours. Is about as much as I could do.
1: Wow. Okay. What do you think of the game? Let's do a quick little game's review. awful. Ranked play's great. Ga- okay. I mean, got like, it. That's
0: what my brother says. But ge-
1: I mean, that's what you got to. You're do or you were talking about the game. Are you talking about just in general, like all of the gameplay, or just like literally the like no the, match the play whole game, and, like online be play
0: thrown away, and like new. That's like that's from what people
1: say. No. They don't, they don't, Call of Duty doesn't make them like they used to. Let me, yeah. let me say, let me <laughs> tell you that. The world
0: wars back in the day, blowing people's like oh, all the time.
1: We were just, it's so funny. On Saturday, I got to hang out with my brother for a little bit and the topic of best video game kind of came up and we were talking about best online uh-huh. video games. World at uh-huh. War, Modern Warfare, the first one. Those were the two that were just the, like UAB, cream UAB of the crop.
0: If you were going like the pros scene, those wouldn't even be in the top three.
1: No, not right. even close. I'm just saying
0: like just for, for the average player. I would say player, World
1: at War first one was all time when they when they broke out war. Mm-hmm. That game mode that was fantastic, was so dude.
0: That game, wow.
1: I just remember going doing laps in your house staying up till like oh, 4 wow. AM just screaming yeah. in your other room
0: <laughs> doing laps in the just house. grinding it as going hard bananas, can. dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was always uh that game always brought back great memories but I'm so, yeah. so so that's a bummer that this new one is they, not they've quite They've going hidden. downhill I'm, they make it yeah. more for the casual player for sure now like it's what they've been catering to for as long as I, I'm going off the information my brother gives me and my yeah. brother is a huge Call of Duty guy um, he's way more into it. Well, I would once say he's was, a definite, a definite enthusiast. Yeah once was yeah. still follows extremely closely but doesn't play as much as he used to um, says he loves the rank mode hates the game so hopefully the rank just, the rank mode just stays the same. It's really easy to understand, which is new for Call of Duty. But, um, yeah, man, I just played that, hung out. Sunday, we went to lunch with Madison's friend from college and her nice. husband. They were really nice. They actually listened, uh, the husband actually listened to the podcast before he met. That's He's fire. He's a huge golfer. Lives, lives That's out fire. in, um, Pennsylvania. They just joined a country club.
1: Oh. Yeah, the he's dream. definitely living the dream. So he had a, he I'm sure he just snuck that one in. Well, he, right? was, he <laughs> was, you know, I
0: was. Didn't I wanted to feel? You know, when you meet somebody, you weren't trying to feel them out, like how much can I talk about sports, or like what can I? Does this guy play golf? And it was yep, you know yep. within 30 minutes of us hanging out, one cocktail, and I think he had a beer, and we were like, "You play golf? How often? What courses? You know, all that good stuff." Which is pretty typical for us. He's also a huge baseball guy.
1: Hmm, uh, okay. And we talked
0: about the new pitch count. I don't know if you saw anything about That's cool. that.
1: Did see a little bit about that. It was um, I had a, had SportsCenter going on um, in the background while I was working, so I kind of tuned in for a little bit of what was going on with the pitch count. Do you know what the actual pitch count is? Is it I like think, 10, 15, I think 20
0: seconds? 15 seconds. The batter okay. has seven seconds to get ready.
1: Got it. So okay.
0: seven seconds if the batter is not ready. Now, again... What did you report, bud? I mean, I'm just talking off of Twitter <laughs> and the brief interactions I've had with that. Yeah. It is um, very new. I don't quote me on it. Not a baseball expert. I'm sure I'll get, you know, reamed for this. But I believe it's 15 seconds, seven, batter yeah. gets seven seconds. And the batter's not ready to go, like full stance in it. It's a strike
1: for the batter. That makes sense because I saw that right. highlight that was going on. Um, and it was, I don't know, the teams that were playing do you know it was boston and somebody else okay but yeah bases loaded bottom of the ninth two outs 3-2 count yeah and batter wasn't ready. the batter batter was not ready didn't step in the box strike 3 you're out yeah i mean it, um i like it i think it's great um for a
0: casual fan i know that hardcore fans like my father-in-law um hate it they cause it takes away from a bit of the game but i think at this point
1: there's also, I, I thought I saw there was a new rule as well that you can only throw to first base or like try to pick off a runner like twice for an entire at bat. I thought I saw like That's a great. rule like that floating floating around as well. Like you can't just throw to first base like four times That's if you great. want to. Just to like, yeah, it just takes forever. It's,
0: there's parts of this game that need to be sped up, just like how golf needs to be sped up. Just like, you know, and it's sad, you know, because these people who respect history and all that stuff. Don't want to see that go, but at the same time, like four and a half hours to watch a
1: baseball yeah, game I, is and rough. you're also just losing. I feel like a lot of viewership right. as well. Like you can
0: watch the first two innings, skip, you know, three through six, and clock in for the last two and be, or last, you know, three and be completely happy.
1: Right. For me right. personally, like I don't need to see the, no, fifth the same thing. I'm in the same boat. I, I totally agree with you. I don't, Maybe it's not resonating very well with the vast majority, but I think it is a step in the right direction. And, like, you don't even need to have the pitch count even, like, on the screen. It doesn't even need to be, like, a thing that we can even see. It's just going to make the game move a little bit quicker, yeah. which is exactly, I feel like, what baseball needs. It's already a really slow sport to begin with. So anything to kind of get it going in that direction is going to only do it better. Yeah,
0: because I don't, you know. At, at the third inning of the baseball game if i don't have like peanuts and like popcorn and a beer and a hot dog like i'm not into this game i'm out like i yeah. have to walk around i'm getting helmet nachos i'm getting those on my face <laughs> um you know th- those are things that why i go to a baseball game um you know love baseball it's great but like it's gotta pick up i hear it's cutting down the game uh 10 to 15 percent of the time, which is yeah. great.
1: It was like, it was almost like 30 minutes, of which game is time. perfect.
0: Just, you know, like a couple little more changes like that. And that, and this is going to be great. I think it does the pitcher well. I think if the pitcher's in a groove and they're in a rhythm, it's going to help you stay in a rhythm where a better oh might God. try to ice you out a bit and maybe play some mind games, call it before you get it going. Like, you know, I, yeah. and maybe, you know, the coaches are telling the pitcher, yeah, you got to pick this guy off like three or four times keep him honest maybe he doesn't even really Mm -hmm. want to do that so maybe these changes are going to help this pitcher um get in a rhythm at least that would help me it would ice me out if a batter was sitting there calling timeout as he's like
1: I yeah i think that's that's the whole thing it's like right. only like he's standing there for like three and a half seconds and he's calling time it's like oh, okay that's right, a you little you gotta get out to your drink. stance
0: re in, which is hard to do
1: he's got to go to the chalk he's got to readjust his hat he's got to fix his belt <laughs> he's got to like redo his like glove he like the batter's got to do his gloves <laughs> and like they got to do their own like tap 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 right. the bat like it's like oh my gosh a dude whole this whole
0: rhythm to it it's like yeah. watching f- uh rafi on the doll Get ready for a serve, man! <laughs> oh my God! He like he grabs, grabs, pulls his balls, and then hits the ball. It's like, what are we doing?
1: <laughs> Messes with his hair like seven you know times. Love you, man! Yeah. Great to
0: watch. Hair's got to go. Hair's got to go. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's good. Hair's got to go. I love you.
0: You're a, you're a G. You make millions of dollars. You're like one of the funnest people to watch. Hair's got to go.
1: He's got to. I mean, that's
0: out. okay. He doesn't need the hair. No, he doesn't. The hair is like if I lost my hair, I'm just a thirty year old who works a nine to five with no hair. I need the hair. <laughs> 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 the doll does not you need, need the, the hair.
1: You do not need he's, he's got the chiseled physique, he's making millions, most established player of all yeah. time. Just, you know, just take off that head of hair and he's gonna B-A be okay. okay. No no yeah. more need for it. And I'm sure <laughs> I'm
0: sure there's surgeries out there that would work, but you're working too hard on that core plan that's not gonna stick. But yeah, man. Other than just hanging out, um, watch a lot of sports. watch the Lakers' biggest comeback in the NBA season this year.
1: Yeah, that was really fun to watch. I threw that on yesterday as well, it was a I think arguably actually one of the better game or sorry one of one of the better days of basketball or weekends of basketball that I've seen in For a sure. while. For sure, I think everyone came really back cool from All
0: Star break. Um, Yeah, I think it's great for that reason. I think no matter what, if the All-Star game disappears and they just name All-Stars, which I would be okay with. Just naming
1: All-Stars. I can't tell you the last time I've tuned in for an All-Star game. Or cared. cared.
0: Maybe it was like Kobe versus LeBron one year. That was about it. Yeah. Um, But I think you just need to give them a break regardless. I think that little week and a half or two off really helps these players out. The wear and tear on your body is just so extreme. And the travel is also insane. Um, you know, yep. baseball is now limited. The idea of, you know, you go play the Angels, you play them like four times. You don't just play them, you know, once. You fly back to New York two more times. But um, the biggest bummer, I mean, great comeback. Awesome to watch. The new pieces are amazing. The only bummer with that game was, I guess, LeBron James is
1: out for an undisclosed amount of time. Yeah, it's a real bummer to see because it really looked like the Lakers were putting something together, and I was really excited actually because it was looking like the energy and the morale was up for the entire team. And that was also without uh, D'Angelo Russell and Lonnie Walker. We're not even playing. Yeah,
0: Delo her ankle, and is Lonnie just not playing
1: anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I that thought was, he was hurt. I thought he had something yeah, going on was, with him. Yeah, that
0: was so it was a great comeback. I love the new pieces. I, you know, Vanderbilt, I think one of his name is. Don't, yeah, you know, don't hang me because I can't say his name. And Beasley, I who's Vanderbilt. been
1: uh, lights out shooting for us. Beasley has been chalking up some threes and good for good riddance because we needed a shooter in the worst yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, oh my god. you gosh. want to
0: win Le- with LeBron James on your team? It's very simple. A big man who can dominate the ball on the block, who can do screen rolls. Like he, like a, who can also shoot, like a Kevin Love, yeah. Chris Bosch, and then players who can spread the floor. And that's all he needs. And if you give him those pieces, he is. And it, and it, uh, he's yeah. It, he's good regardless. It's like it's damn
1: near superhero status. Right. Cause if you set a double or triple team at him, he's, he's going to find the other guy man. every time.
0: I mean, yeah. and that's just his core awareness. It's just um, really unfortunate to see him go down. Uh, we are the deepest team in the league, uh, you know, by far. It's not even close how deep we are. I mean, now it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's like next man up. I don't know who they're going to bring up for him in that way who's going to be getting a lot more playing time. Um, I hope Lonnie gets another shot at this. I don't – this is where I have a hard time with sports um, is when players on teams who are starters, Lonnie Walker –
1: Um, you know, Uh, and arguably a very key piece early in the season, like was our guy at one point, and was our
0: like second or third scorer every night, and sometimes our first scorer. And now doesn't even see the court. I don't know if that's because of injury or if he's struggling with something. I don't fully know. Um, but it is sad to see in sports when that happens. I don't really understand how you fall from grace in that way and i don't really understand how you keep your mental in it as a player
1: yeah that's also just so difficult i don't know like why that happens it's weird like sometimes players will maybe on a, on a hot streak and they're just playing really well but i don't think that's the case in this instance where we're talking about lonnie walker because the dude's a stud he completed the game right. and then you make a couple of trades move a couple guys around and then somehow this once in a life or like this you know once upon a time player that was probably third best score on yeah. the makers is now not getting any time. I was trying to look and see um, if he, he's yeah, got an give injury me an update, or something but I think that just left knee tendonitis. Okay. So that
0: means he's, he's battling with it day for day. Yeah, okay. exactly.
1: So maybe he was just taking a quick breath for that game. You know, given that, okay. rest.
0: I mean, that makes more sense because uh, to me, I saw him on the bench with his uniform on, didn't touch the court, came in like very end of the game. Um, not this one, but another game I was watching. And I just was thinking, you know, I just don't as a player when you're like that highly ranked on your team and then no longer like even a, like you're just benching like I don't know how you mentally come back from that.
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I don't know. It, it's something that a lot of athletes like I feel like struggle with, especially when you're playing at that level and you know how capable you are. I don't know, it just it's it's one thing cuz we can speak on our Experiences through, you know, our sports as well. It's just tough. You feel like you're playing at a certain level. You feel like you're carving out a role on a team. I certainly maybe felt that a little bit at Long Beach State. And then, like, you know, it's kind of, it kind of goes a little bit in and out. It's hit or miss. You know, you're kind of like always maybe the guy that's like rotating in to try and see if you can turn things around. Sometimes it's not always the best position because usually when you get playing time, you're losing. And so it's just a tough situation to go in there, turn things around. Um, you know, I, I it's it, it's a tough thing for athletes I think I feel like to battle, but all you can really do is just you have to just keep working and try to get better because there could be a trade, there could be an injury if the guy that was beating you out gets injured, now you have to like step into that role even though you got taken out of it if a trade happened. It's just something that's it's never written in like a very scripted way, like how this is gonna all play out, but I feel like you just gotta be ready. And I guess that's just part of the game at some point. Yeah,
0: I feel, uh, yeah, it's it's extremely hard. I'm just more selfish. So when, when I'm benched <laughs> like that, you know, in my brief high school careers, which was a lot of benching, a lot of experience with being benched, um, At that point, it wasn't next man up for me. At that point, I was like, cool. I'm clearly not good enough to be on this team to even see playing time anymore. When I was starting or having a key role that like, I'm like, cool. I'm just not going to try anymore because what's the point? Like, I'm going to come on for three minutes at the end of the game. Like, that's not going to change your mind about me. Like, and maybe that's just me being jaded, but I feel like a player, once they're benched like that, like coming at the end of the game and bringing energy. Um,
1: no, it happens a lot. That's why players ask for trades. That's why they're you know they talk a little bit of trash behind the scenes, or they're you know there's issues off the court. Yeah, on I the asked court. for a trade
0: for uh, my high school coach, but he didn't trade me. They were asking yeah, too the much tra- for that uh, washing machine. <laughs> you know, they wanted a first round pick <laughs> as well for our, you know freshman class and me for a washing machine. They wouldn't wouldn't give it up, which I get it.
1: I heard Lisa. I heard Lisa really won. Yeah, to, I was really yeah. you know.
0: <laughs> I was really bringing that energy to Aliso, but you know, it didn't, didn't quite work out. But yeah, man, I mean, more on that mental topic. Uh, I don't know if you've seen these. Oh, I know you have, but seen these videos on YouTube from Foreplay called Fixing Frankie. The premise mm. of it, for people yeah. who don't know the series, is basically there's a YouTube channel called Foreplay Golf. One of my favorite. It's with Barstool Sports guys, and Frankie is a member on that team. Frankie has all the talent to be a really good golfer but his yeah, he's a but golfer. His mental is completely and utterly chalked so he has like he can't for forever it was called he was nicknamed butter knives this so is when he got close to the green with a wedge he bladed over the back and it was like at some point it was just
1: a there was a YouTube video and like people who don't know, it's a hilarious video to watch because they're getting a chipping lesson. And I can't remember I think it was who it was Tommy from. It was Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. Okay. Who we like if it. Tommy Fleetwood didn't... can't teach you how to hit a wedge, it's on you. Totally. And the man must have hit there and hit a bucket of golf uh, yeah. balls.
0: I mean, it was a lot of golf balls in front. of Tommy Fleetwood, and it was like, duh. It was not blade, just like blade, blade, five or. Duff, it was not
1: five or right. six multiple dozen Right, and, I, I, and since falls. that moment,
0: he decided he was going to go on a journey to learn to fix his mental in golf and in the way
1: making him a better golfer. Some of the best videos I've ever seen They're, on YouTube as far yeah, as content totally. creation. Especially
0: for golf, it's uh, up there. Episode one, he meets with a sports psychologist who specializes in golf, um, in just in sports in general, but he does a great job with golf.
1: Yeah. Um, all-time video. Is golf because golf is very much of a sport that you need to have a very clear picture and clear intent of what you're doing because in effect you have in like full control of yourself basically and if you're not like having that good self talk and if you're not having a clear idea of what you're trying to pull off or what you're trying to mm-hmm. do it's very clouded because there's not a lot of reactionary right there's not in a lot of quick thinking
0: you really have yes, to sit it's there like, and wait for people and think about it and you have to like as a golfer you have to move past your bad shot so like last shot you might have bladed one but that's the last shot now you guys set yourself up for this one yeah um mm-hmm. unfortunately i don't remember the man's name but uh who did the episode number one but i mean all time helped me out with my golf game greatly um with the mental out there and how to just realize it's not um it's the last shot it's the next one that matters how to mm-hmm. fix how you feel about yourself during the golf game. The like mental self-talk you go into it while you're playing. I'm not perfect. Still have the issues I did at the Ryder yeah. Cup,
1: managing expectations. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is having that clear idea of what you're trying to do. So then if you do like miss a shot or don't pull it off perfectly, your miss is going to be much closer to what you're trying to pull off. Um, yeah, the mental game of that first video was really cool. And it's just fun, too, because Frankie, I feel like, is a very good representation of the very, I would say, average person that's playing a sport, like, you know, very fixed mindset at times and can be a little bit locked in, and especially because he's got cameras on it all, all the yeah. time. It's very easy for him to just say, oh, I just suck. This is my, you know, this is me. This is who I am. Like, I always just, like, fuck up a lot of shots and blade chips but and it's do this and that. Him. And it's embarrassing so that's his coping Mm -hmm. mechanism right is to just kind of say that he sucks and he can't do it and he's got the nickname of butter knives you know right (laughs) it's
0: cool he's like you know i don't want to be that person i don't want to be um bad at golf like i don't want to be bad in golf in that way anymore and i'm sure it's just demoralizing because there's nothing worse than you just like losing your mental on the golf course yeah when you're like it's
1: rough and especially how much golf that they got that they right i know they get a lot of heat for that so Especially when you're going um, out and
0: you're playing these all-time courses, and you're, you know, and you're playing awful, and it's not, and even when we go play nice courses and we play really bad, it's hard for us to get back in the game. But um, it really did help. I think if you're new to golf and you want to manage your expectations, which I feel like this whole series is about as a golfer, like the like the rarity you see on the pros hitting golf shots is not your average round ever as a amateur golfer. Yeah even as a scratch golfer these shots these pros are hitting sometimes like more often than not like all the time aren't is not your reality and you need to like realize that you're watching these people do it over and over and over and over again on tv isn't your round of golf
1: it's also a lot of it on the PGA tour. I mean, that's the highlights you're that's seeing what I'm talking better about. shots. Right. Like, you're just seeing good shot after good shot after good shot. Like, yeah. you know, they're It's like uh, they're skipping past the shanks right, and like some of the other And the, like, and and the bunkers outs.
0: when they like double hit it and
1: it's happening far less obviously, but still they're showing like the leaders, the guys who are playing well right it's stuff, just all so. under,
0: raining in 20 you know, 20 foot putts, 30 foot putts across the green, yeah. chip ins. Chip ins. Right, exactly. and it's just not um how real golf is played and i think what happens with amateur golfers and including myself is we don't know how to play the game we just go in there blind so episode two touches on more of how to play golf if you're talking Mm -hmm. about episode one was the mental of it you're not a pro golfer give yourself the break you're supposed to be having fun have a routine Come in with some intent and how to get that episode two is all about how to play the game how to
1: how to score and basically. Uh, with
0: scott foster of decade golf Yeah,
1: this guy is really cool like um, rain man for we, statistics and golf yes yes like he basically he described himself and i'll kind of quote him real quick is that he is essentially he created money ball like for baseball he's the Moneyball ball of, of
0: right golf. and it's a really great elephant
1: elephant pitch
0: Elevator pitch. <laughs> hey, I got an elephant. I don't know if you see it back here. <laughs> I got a fat elephant over here with a golf swing if you need it. Um, elevator pitch um, for what his app does. Now, I tried to do it on my own one time. Did you? I watched this Scott Fawcett episode a long time ago, and I got really obsessed because this is where I started learning how to...
1: Is this the dude that uh, did it with Mark Crossfield? Yes. Is that what you initially got I, involved I saw with his
0: initial episode a long time ago on a podcast with Foreplay. And got it. that got podcast it. blew my mind. Because he just basically says let's stop, let's stop looking at the flag and thinking you're going to hit two feet. Realistically, you're going to hit it to the middle of the green, and you're going to probably, hopefully, two putt from 30 feet let's get back to doing that instead of you trying to being pissed off at yourself or not you know hitting it five feet past and zipping the ball back to two like you know i mean
1: like it's not realistic you're
0: not you're not playing golf every day you're not you're not a pro your wedges
1: aren't clean the tour isn't the tour average from 100 yards like 22 feet right and people 25 feet really get that and it's
0: crazy so when People are 98 yards out, 55 yards out, and they put it onto the green, and they're bummed about that. I'm like, no, no, that was a good shot. You're on the green. Like, let's get a two putt and get out of here. Right. Like, even if you're close to the green and you have a flat stick in your hand, it's almost a win. And that's right. how people. You know, a very brief description of how you probably should start changing your mindset. Like, you, more often than not, you're missing five footers. You're missing. Yeah. You're definitely missing six footers.
1: It's unfortunate to talk about because it's infuriating because it feels like the cup's right there. But five feet and out, not making very much. Right.
0: Like you need to like it needs to be more realistic in that sense. Um, Scott Fawcett is a crazy man, though. Like he definitely likes to stir the pot, which the episode's a little harder to listen to just because he is so, um, you know, a little. Eccentric is a good word for he's, it.
1: He's also, he's just talking at a different level. So if you're not maybe too familiar Statistics. with the topics, yeah, it, it's elevated for sure. And it's something that dives into a little bit further mm. without getting a ton of information. So if you're going to watch the video, I would listen to the podcast that you listen to with Foreplay first. Get some more background information and then see how it's applied out onto the right. course. Um, that would be a much better approach to actually grasp a lot of that information because it's very, um, I don't know, it's something that you should actually put into your game. And you've actually done it a little bit. We've done it a little right. bit. Not the, to the point where we're like studying our shot patterns and all of our misses and tracking all yeah, of our, our like shots. A crazy we,
0: number system that we're not there at all. But I think taking the theme of what he's doing. Exactly. And we're going to give you, I'm going to pull out some nuggets of gold I've pulled from yes. this video that I thought we'd yeah. talk about. Um, I'm 100% next round that doesn't matter. I'm picking an aim point in front of my ball instead of a target that was, that's super far That was really, away.
1: that was really interesting. I, I actually really like that. I don't love it.
0: I don't love it just because it's not natural to me. But essentially what he's saying, instead of aiming for a tree that's 270 yards away, that's kind of in the middle of the green area or the fairway area, why don't you aim at the same target but pick a little grain of grass or a pebble or a bald spot in front of your ball and just have your club face travel over that path. Just have your club face travel over that path that's in front of your ball that's close to you. Or
1: like like the ball. The ball's going to go over it. Basically, Whatever you need to do to Mm -hmm. line
0: that up makes so much more sense to me mentally for especially for an amateur golfer instead of being hey you see a tree that's 300 yards away no not that tree the smaller tree on the left with the green leaves not the brown leaves (laughs) you do that with people it's hard to pick out it's hard to pick out hey you see this pebble right in front of it just pull your club right over the top of it and swing as hard as you want
1: And um, I think it will help. I think that's one of the nuggets I pulled out. Um, That's a great one because for someone like myself, I definitely struggle a lot with my start lines with mm -hmm. the golf ball. My golf ball is very wild. I tend to just get these like massive pushes, like just like I don't know where it comes from, massive misses, 60 yards right. And it happens quite frequently. And it drives, especially from
0: 120 yards and in. it drives me (laughs) up the (laughs) wall bashing a
1: driver 320 down the middle, dude, it's, it's one of the most infuriating things. And so for me, that was a nugget that I definitely pulled out of that video when I was watching because that makes so much more sense because when I'm looking down at the golf ball, now I actually have this peripheral target that I'm semi looking at that I can see. And that's where the golf ball needs to start or I need to hit the golf ball over this mark and then play my shot shape from there as opposed to me literally dropping the club way inside. And then I'm missing my target, that little blade of grass that I picked out by like 20 degrees. And now we're 60 yards offline with a five iron. Right. And that's not what you, you
0: don't want that. And I think that's a really, really, really nice way of lining somebody up who struggles with lining up. I personally yes. just can line my feet up to a target and just swing free, and I know I'm going to fade it. Like I don't really have much more of a miss. It's either a cut or a fade. So like right. I, it's a little easier for me to line it up, but I think it might actually help straighten my ball fight out a bit because I think I might totally. be able to get more around on it instead of trying to you be so... also
1: might be more... And you might be so more uh, committed to your shot right, as well. I'm, I'm
0: going to play a little part three this weekend in San Diego,
1: and I'm going to let you know how it goes. Mm, I playing? don't know the name of it, but
0: we're bring dogs out on the course. Oh, that's really, so that's we're going to really bring cool. Hendrix out and see how that goes. That's going to be yeah. a blast. So I think it's like walk the course. We're yeah. Okay. Uh just need to get Hendricks and Madison in that cart and get them going if we need to pick it up a little that's bit. Not, um That's not a bad call. But it'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. There's uh you know, I've always wanted to do that ever since any any par 3 courses is a good time. To totally try out some new stuff cuz it's not going to matter. Um, right <clears throat> before the bachelor party, where I win this weekend to get my revenge of the Ryder Cup. <laughs> um, any other little nuggets you grabbed from the video?
1: Um, yeah, I, I I definitely think the now we're getting a little bit more in depth into this. Um, I thought the Venn diagram was a really cool. Yeah, topic, give me a little bit I mean, more really, details. Really, on that. a little bit more of like an interesting pitch. So, basically, he was saying that. Yes, every club has your average carry. So let's say you have your average carry of your seven iron. Let's call it 170. Right. That's your that's your seven iron. And then you're going to club up to a six iron. And you know, that's the average your, your seven iron will go is 170. That's technically how you should be doing your distances. Not when I pure seven iron, then it goes 176. Okay. Well, there's also a lot of miss hits in there, too. Right. Right. So then now it's going to be a 163 miss hit. So you kind of just split the difference between two. Your seven iron is now your 170 club. And let's say there's a pin that's in the middle of the green. Mm -hmm. And then there's trouble that is short. You got bunkers and you got a big drop off. And in the back, there's just literally just grass and it's pretty flat. And then the green is not sloping from back to front. It's just called level for this. So all the troubles in the front. Drop offs are going down there, and then but long is safe. And so, let's say you're let's say the pin's 173 away, mm-hmm. right? And you got seven iron in your hand, probably not the right club, correct? Even though if you pure a seven iron, now it's going to get you there because now you're going to land at 174 and you're going to be hole high 15 feet and in potentially. If your direction is right. correct, we're now going to talk just straight distance here, not left to right. And maybe that's not the right pick because all the troubles that's in the front. And let's say that bunker is on the short right and that drop offs on the short left. Yeah. And that's a bad pick because more times than not, you're not going to hit that seven iron iron. You're looking at the back of
0: the green where it's safer.
1: Exactly. And so then you want to take maybe let's hit a 95 90 percent six iron that goes 185 is your average. And the back of the green is that 185. Right. and you're
0: you then you're gonna lose five yards because you're into the wind. I think that's really cool. I think it's a good way of understanding that like
1: there's an overlap between your clubs and knowing that you can play that overlap to better suit the attacking position of the pin or just landing and saver positions on the green. Just right. in general. So so th- that was just a really fun little piece. Totally, that I,
0: I um, do a little bit of that when we play. Um, because I'm always, I land my ball always short. I'm always short of the green. I'm always, yeah. always short. So uh, when I start playing well again is when I start aiming for the back of the green. Instead, of, even mm-hmm. if the flag's in the front at like one, you know, let's say it's 170 front pin, which is typically a seven iron for me, now I'm hitting six. Because now right. like I fade the ball so much <clears throat> or cut it
1: that I'm losing that distance. Slight miss hit, a little bit more of a cut, mm-hmm. whatever. But then if you hit a good six iron, you know, then you're in the back oh, well, of the like green. Two putt. Then you just two you putt know, get out there 40, with a car. You're, that's a win. And then, you're 40, then you're 40 feet right. away. But more times than not, it's basically we're talking about the shot dispersion, how far the good one goes, how far does the bad one go, and picking the yardage that's going to fit the position of the pin and give you the best chance of scoring if, um, by avoiding the trouble, essentially. Yeah,
0: I think if you're new to golf, what you should do is manage your expectation, hit the driving range, not just to go bash balls and learn how to swing totally, but let's learn how far your 7-iron goes on average. Just look. It doesn't need to be exact. You don't need to know every single time, but you know, I hit the 7-iron and it goes about 150. Okay, then you can assume from there that your 6-iron goes 160 and moving 10 yards just 10 yards 10
1: yards 12 yards 15 yard bumps just keep
0: going from there and then if it doesn't work on the course you're going too long then adjust just take the take the what's given to you out there as like statistics or notes and apply that as the game is going take note, even if you're missing left every time okay that's fine today you're missing left aim more right yeah. like it's like don't <laughs> yeah. you don't need to change the time to change your swing or try something new isn't on a whole you know on 18 holes of playing it's on the range or playing with your buddies is when you could change things up like that um, sure. my little my little last little nugget i got from this which i think is important is the understanding of when to hit a hero shot when you're in the cabbage and when to accept that you're not going to be able to do that yeah, I think definitely. so. Frankie gets all the way to the right in the thick stuff in the cabbage, and he's gonna hit out of the cabbage in a bad lie, low stinger with a four iron through some trees,
1: and he's got to keep it below like twenty right, feet. Right, and he's got to roll it out. And it's not it's not heavy rough like he's in the fescue. Right, it's thick. Like and he knew he was doing that before he even got there.
0: Instead yeah. of like looking out with the shot, okay, I hit a bad shot. That's gonna happen to me. The name of the game is no doubles. That's yep. how you lower your score. No, it's not birdies. The statistics show it's not birdies. It's lowering the amount of doubles and bogeys you have in a round. It's how you mm-hmm. start playing better
1: golf. Yeah, there's a stat that's out there. The scratch player averages 1.8 more birdies than a typical like 18 handicap, which
0: is nothing
1: around. We're talking less than two more birdies So around. what is he
0: doing differently? <laughs> well, he doesn't get doubles. Like, Chris doesn't double. Yeah, it's very like, rare. And he, he's always looking for par or birdie putts. He might not yeah. make all of them, but he's always looking at them. Where I'm scrambling for my bogeys. I'm making like five mm-hmm. or six footer for bogey. and I need to I need tap in for bogey. So anyways, yeah. he gets convinced to... You know, lay up to the left and take his medicine. He came out of there with a bogey. He drops another ball to try to do the hero shot he wants to do. Yeah, and what happens? Bashes it into the tree and sends it twenty <laughs> yards right into the thicker stuff. Into end of, into end of further right, shit. and it just yeah. shows you that you're not Tiger Woods. You're not. You know, that's another Bubba thing as Watson. well.
1: And if he does, that this is another point as well. Now we're getting a little bit too specific into this little bit of a video. But, like, even if he were to pull off that fantastic hero mm. shot, he's still probably not going to get home in the next two shots because he still has 80 yards right. in. You're not going to put... How often do you get home in two from 80 yards? One out of 15? Right. One it's out not, of 10? Like,
0: the point of that was it's not... It wasn't like it was advancing you in a way that gives you an advantage of trying to pull this shot off now. It's it's more more, it was more negative than way positive. More negative. So you need yep. to weigh your options. Like, am I up in a match play by three right now? Do I need to go for this screen? Or can I just lay out and just get my bogey here and move on in my life? And um, I think people need to start looking at golf that way. At least, you know, that's. That's why I feel like
1: yeah, yeah. I need. I mean, there's a lot that's in there that I need to start applying a little bit more because I definitely want it go out there and hit because it's not the most exciting golf to play. It's not. It's very basic. It's very straightforward. It's okay. How do I avoid messing up all the time? And it's not very exciting because you're not going for birdies. You're not doing this or that. You know, you're just kind of just you know plotting around the course playing as safe as possible and sometimes that's not the most exhilarating but that's how you're going to score better and so for you you've actually like i feel like you have applied this more than i have and we've seen a dramatic increase or decrease in your handicap right just
0: because of it just because you're i'm just not aiming at flags if the flag is a good spot for me then I'll aim for the middle of the green and let the ball fade into the flag. But very yep. rarely am I ever aiming at a pin to take dead
1: aim at a pin. Learning your um, distances on your irons, pulling the right club. Shot
0: shape, mental, for managing sure. expectations of what I'm doing on the golf
1: course. Factoring in like, okay, how much is the wind going to really affect this ball? Do I need to pull the right club? Mm-hmm. This and that. I think it's dropped. I mean, where are you, where are you at now? You got a 14. 14. Because You were at a 21 before, yeah, right? Yeah, a 21. I mean, you and that's in a year's time. And, um, I mean, you haven't taken any lessons. You've broken out a putty mat, yes, that's probably shaped off of at least three right. strokes. But the other four, five strokes that are in there, I think a lot of it has to do with the decision making, thinking through your bits and pieces of the game, and then also taking medicine, taking your medicine, yeah. Because you'll get, you'll get in a bad spot, but then you're just going to make bogey. And right. A fine. bogey
0: hurts a lot more as a six handicap than it does an 18. You, it doesn't
1: really matter 18. For an 18. That's not par. par. That's a great job. Bogeys are wins. Bogeys, bogeys are
0: wins. Are wins. Par, I think now when I hit par, I'm like, that's a birdie. When I get yeah. par, it's like, nice birdie. In my head, mm-hmm. when I get i like, like, uh, unsatisfying. Par, let's move on to the next one.
1: See, that's great because you've totally taken that first p- video that Frankie was doing with the psychologist and applying it directly to your game and having that self-talk saying bogeys are great. Bogeys are not hurting me one bit. right. Pars are fantastic. Doubles
0: is why I get mad at myself At.
1: you're like, where did I go wrong? I probably made a couple bad decisions or I messed up on a shot. I probably shouldn't right. have. And that's and you address that later with practice more, you know, repetition, all that not kind of pulling stuff, the
0: same mistakes. you know, learning how to hit a straight ball would be great at some point in my life
1: <laughs> yeah you right and
0: maybe run. if i can actually like find my putter again and i'm not walking around there blind and like
1: you're just swinging yeah, that thing around with yeah, the like guard. a caveman <laughs> bashing my head over it i can't
0: figure out where the, i'm putting with the stick end of it i think i'm not even using the, the head of it
1: anymore i'm just slapping it around Oh Um,
0: So a lot of content was viewed for me this weekend and I'm, you know, the full swing duck has been, you know, been out for a little bit of time. I haven't finished it and I wanted to touch on what I thought of it so far. I just finished the Tony Finau episode, which Mm
1: -hmm. we were watching the first few together and that was really mm -hmm. fun. You watched the Tony Finau episode i have not yet but i'm sure we're going to be co- uh, catching up on that a little bit but yeah dude what you well i think so what far do you, what, do you, what do you yeah what do you think i love love that they're making
0: golf content i'm full support of it couldn't agree i more. love it yeah. i don't ever want it to go away because i think it's great for the game of golf but do i like it no i yeah. don't think it's the best series Um, that's on Netflix in these shows. It's
1: it's especially tough when you're going up against the Drive to Survive and Breakpoint that are going on. I mean, Drive
0: to Survive, I came out at a similar time. I watched one or two episodes of that, and I'm already more captivated by the Drive to Survive than I am golf. I am interested, though, if it's mainly more interesting for a person who doesn't know golf. If you don't know golf, I would love for you to reach out. Let us know what you thought of the doc and this doc series if you did watch it. Because maybe this is catered towards you more because you don't care about X, Y, and Z. But I'm not getting the things I was hoping for. It's supposed to be breaking down a player throughout the full season almost. And they all kind of lead up to the end where they have the championship. I mean, they haven't brought up the facts. Cup standings. They haven't showed a player throughout all tournaments. It's just one tournament where he plays well at. Which to me, it's like you don't see the full story. You don't see that he's banging balls, um, which means hitting the driving range for people don't know what banging balls means. Um, (laughs) That that could could be be taken taken in the wrong way way for sure. (laughs) He's out there, you know, slapping the ball around um, every day from you know gym in the morning from six to eight breakfast from eight to nine nine to you know three he's on the range three to six is a practice round six yeah. to seven's putting comes home for dinner more stretching wakes up does it again the next day like they don't show what then
1: you know one week he's gone they show they show lots of family life which is great i mean it's fine i'm just i thought it was going to be a little bit more about like the daily grind and golf more encompassing of the full Season in which and which they're going out. So
0: I, it's happening. Not just one not just tournament. not just
1: one tournament. Yes, yes, I totally agree with you. I love what they're doing. I'm in full agreement with you here because, uh, and they're not even showing that know. much just, golf. They're not. Yeah, they're like ver- skipping through day three or day two. And when they do show golf content, it do, it's not the back and forth action that you want. You know, they
0: aren't building. They're not building the suspense of one shot. Like, they're not being like, you know, every once in a while that like a build up, but like, they're not showing you like this putt's worth $30,000 he's about to putt here. Like, there's no suspense or build up to this. Yeah. And there's no behind the scenes action that it's really that captivating either when I know that they're pissed at themselves or cussing on the range. Like, what about like coaching
1: session i mean i i understand that you can't give away all your like swing tips and swing thoughts and this and that but like at least let me see them like working on the range with the coach and lifting and doing some mental prep and strategy i want to see a little bit more of the behind the scenes work like that you that you were talking which about. which
0: is a bummer because i was really looking forward to this series and I-
1: but you know what maybe we're being a little bit harsh because this is the first year that they're doing so. it and and I, now it's like drive to survive is on its fifth season and so they're dialed over there. They know right, what's going on. I hope on. it
0: just keeps going because it's great. And I think it's awesome that they're doing it for sports. I just wish it was more captivating for myself.
1: Maybe it's because we're already so into the golf game. Maybe it is because I don't follow tennis as much. Breakpoint. Mm-hmm. I don't follow any F1 besides this. I, I. I. Well, I started watching F1 because of the... TV series. I don't follow it like I do golf, but I watched all of the races last that, year. Do you
0: know why that's why they're doing these? Is because F1 was so successful in the American audience that they, um, like, it basically rejuvenated the sport. And now they're just doing it for every sport that possibly needs a bump. I also think it's a little bit of a hit piece on Live, which to me, I don't feel bad about at all. I, I'm <laughs> officially at the point now, I watched some Live Golf 2 over the weekend. I mean, they are just pumping um, the team play. Yeah, it's just all team play, which is great. Like, cool. That's awesome. I'm, you're trying to be different. But just it's just as fake. It feels phony. Like, yeah. just call it's, it, what it it is. manufactured it's, for sure.
1: You guys aren't enjoying this. Now that they have their set teams and there's no more of this, like, debate. Who's leaving? Who's not? You know, who's like, who just got offered a contract? Are they coming? It's just like it's, it's everything is set in stone. And it's very manufactured the way they did it, and so it doesn't feel genuine. And it's missing that. um the team names the PJ suck. I we
0: on that. The Crushers, the Dynamos. like I, you know, I don't even know that it's one of the teams.
1: You're better than me. Listen yeah, to I don't names. think
0: Dynamo is one. <laughs> it's like the backyard <laughs> baseball names that you would get. You'd it's pick like some bad logo, and you would name rough. it like whatever your backyard house name would be for your backyard baseball team. It's exactly what those <laughs> logos look like.
1: It's it's it's, it's rough. like Tommy Purple sluggers, it. and it's like yeah. a
0: baseball, you know, bat.
1: But yeah, I, I just think that it's it do, it is taking a little bit of a slam on live, and I'm all good with that. It, it, I just agree. Uh, it could have been so much better. It should be better, and I'm wondering if they're gonna maybe figure it out and if they can dive a little bit deeper and have a little bit more coverage for next seasons. Because I do think it's something that's there. And maybe this is a very introduction to the PGA tour. And maybe they're like, they're going to build on I it hope a so. Bit. so. Hopefully hope it's a
0: multiple season thing because I think golf does deserve it. Um, because they are, it's a great sport and people should love it because, you know, your 10 year old son could play with your 45 year old dad and it could still be fun for both. And mm-hmm. I don't, then sports is not much of that. You can shoot hoops with your kid, but if we're playing pig, I'm crushing my 10 year old son. There's no way he's getting a <laughs> shot on me. We're playing one on one. He's getting shut down. You're getting, he's getting, getting shut down. Uh, <laughs> my dad, uh, fun story with <laughs> my dad on the topic. I was, you know, f- feeling 13. My dad's a short, short man. He's built like a hobbit. Um,
1: the dude's got, the yeah, he's stock like five,
0: history. no, not short, short man, shorter than me. He's like five, he five, five, eight, eight five, nine. nine. Maybe that's slander against my dad. But he's shorter. than I'm 6'5". My brother's six four, And so it's funny when people see us together because they're like, why is this man who looks like, like what's, a door what's going on? <laughs> <what's> go- <laughs> <laughs> given birth to a beautiful Greek god of myself? Um, we were playing. I was feeling myself at like 13. I think I was the same size of him, if not taller. I'm like, yeah, you can't guard me anymore. You're short. I got moves right. on you. And my dad's like, you know get a little competitive with me it's like you're not going to score a bucket you're not going to score a point you know yada 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 we're chirping each other we get back my brother's keeping score my stepsister's keeping score everyone's watching and we start playing my dad's just backing me down i mean he's giving giving me (laughs) he's
1: He's he's uh, backing up. That yeah, dumb he's backing up he those has.
0: huge shoulders that like a coal miner has, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's
1: just putting. He's a big dude because he pushes around a dolly. Yeah. For people that don't know, he pushes around a massive dolly sure. at on, on movie sets, and those things are right. They're
0: heavy. on track, so it's not going too much. Tr- he's not yeah, he's not mean, main main
1: it. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> but he's doing it right. for a living. It means moving heavy right. things for um, a living. It, just to put it in perspective. So he's, here, he's, so giving, me, he's giving me the work. 15. Finally,
0: you know, I think he gets gassed. You know, the most in shape man in the world uh, starts to get gassed. And um, I get the ball think I make a bucket or two. I'm talking, you know, I'm down by a couple. My dad goes up for a layup and he just is like he's like, ow, he's in pain. My dad does not say ow. Like my dad does not like say ow or hey. do any of this. Okay. And um, he's limping around. I'm like, all right, game over. You can't play. I win. I was up like three two or something. And he's like, nah nah nah, F that. Like we're playing.
1: <laughs> he's right. invested. He's peach. <laughs> finishes so wait, the game happens. out, right?
0: He wins. Um I don't know the exact score. He I, I think this score is like five three or seven three or whatever it was. Um goes back, ices his knee down, it's swollen. Goes to the doctor the next day and tore his MCL and his ACL, I'm pretty sure. Oh Dude, <laughs> and he taught me it was our one and done basketball game. So rounding that out, <laughs> golf isn't gonna let you. You know, you're gonna be able to play against your son, <laughs> not blow your ACL and your MCL out. <laughs> which is
1: wait, that is crazy. He played on it,
0: just like walked it off and just kept going, like limping around. He's like, I gotta give my son this quick work, and then get back to get back to business. But um, yeah, man, I'm hoping.
1: Damn, Glenn just just the highest pain tolerance i mean what it it am I, my mom what a, what a, my what mom is just all time
0: her pain tolerance if i hurt myself yeah. my mom would be like I, i'm sorry honey but like you know you're okay and my dad would be like suck it, suck up. it up like there yeah. was no like no like oh i'm i got a boo-boo on the course yeah there was no no
1: none no. of that not in the swimming no, household no, not no, a chance no no
0: I mean, I remember I cried like one time during sports and then my, my dad would, suck it up!
1: <laughs> Not even <laughs> from your silent from like my right. parents' side. <laughs> like you, Whatever my yeah. like Glenn whistle is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, cut yeah.
0: that shit out! <laughs> um, you know, Just and mom time. was always there. It's okay, honey, you're okay. But shout out to mom, you know, she was always uh, so uh, nurturing at that type of stuff, which is great. Yeah. Um, so going back to our little match, we got a couple great golf tournaments coming up,
1: buddy. Yeah, we do. Uh, to view. Yeah, we, do. we are we are we are right in the swing of the the season, really really picking some up great
0: here. Great purses this year. We got Bay Hill Arnold, Um, not I was going to say Arnold Palmer. It's not Arnold Palmer's tournament. Yeah. yeah. Is it really? Okay, yeah. my bad. I thought it was uh, Jack Nicholas's tournament. Arnold
1: Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Okay. I'm blowing it.
0: Anyways, Bay
1: Hill. Hold on.
0: Uh, who cares what tournament it is? It's one of the old golfers who's really good at it, you know. The <laughs> only hit two irons. Jack Nicholas and uh, God, as my uh, father-in-law says.
1: Yeah, confirmed. It's the Arnold Palmer Thank Invitational, God. Bay Hill, at at Bay Hill of okay. Course. So yeah, so I was right. You know, the, the man who makes right.
0: bludgeon himself, the man who makes the drinks that make my world changed for me. Um, we got some picks for you. Um, again, we're doing one through fifteen. 16 through 40, 41 through the rest of the field. I crushed Andrew last week, put him in the body bag. So
1: I got first pick on the top of the field. It was not even close. It was a disgraceful showing by. by, uh, I'm hoping for a big
0: bounce back from you. And I really do think you blew it again. So I'm just going to go there with it. And I'm going to start off the first pick. (laughs) Pick a man while he's down in a body bag. I'm going to go. My first pick.
1: You just run the intro and just sabotage me. And just, we're over there making our picks. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I like great. It. You're telling me really how right you here feel. I hear the podcast. Well, I can <laughs> air my feelings
0: out to you, <laughs> <laughs> give you everything I got. One through 15, I got my boy Scotty Scheffler.
1: Yeah, it's a good pick. I mean, can you go wrong with the man? He's due for the, another the dudes, dub. The, 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 the dude's playing unbelievable. Dudes. Has been for the last year. He's going to start picking
0: up. He sees that money. He's like, you know, humble Texas boy. He's got his
1: wife at home. Yeah, dude, the purse is also $20 million. I that cash. It's good. That's a good shout out. Like now for the PGA Tour and the elevated, like the events that we now have over here against Liv. Sorry, Liv, but you know, we're just doing it well over here at PGA Tour. And um, yeah, love that pick. Yeah. I almost went with my like uh, one through fifteen with the uh, top uh, rated players and uh, you know the, the highest odds to win. Yeah, I went with Tony, Tony Finau. Um, I thought maybe this is going to be his week. I kind of just picked it just because I don't know why. Just, like, i just like got a good feeling. Tony, Tony, he's streaky,
0: and if he can find his putter fast, it's really dangerous. It's
1: a, it's a risky pick, though. I will have yeah. to say. I didn't want to go John Rahm. I mean, like it's just it's so boring right all, now. He, he's always gonna play right. well. He, the dude's unbelievable, and I want to give some love to Tony Finau. He won four times last year, and he's playing some really good golf. And he's gonna find his form. Yeah, and you, he that's, usually
0: does. So this might be the tournament.
1: Um, yeah, that's what that's kind of what my hunch. That's what I'm going off pick. of right now. But I hope he turns yeah. around. thanks buddy
0: uh my 16 keep throwing those back 16 through 40 for me i went shane lowry coming off a very low round last week or uh, yeah last weekend coming out a shot like a 64 or something
1: yeah he was on fire he finished uh pretty well at this last tournament i don't i think he was like uh he was in it because of his great round but
0: uh going shane lowry who'd you pick buddy
1: yeah, I've also heard that you also look like a distant cousin to Shane. Lowry. <laughs> I probably do, man. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard that?
0: No. <laughs> no. My Irish
1: brethren. Yeah. Yeah. I, he does. He lo- he does look like a, your uh, cousin just right across the Yeah, He's got the, uh, that, uh, the like, uh,
0: computer neck, the long arms, the long or short arms, <laughs> long torso
1: build. Uh I love that pick for Shane Lowry for you. My um, brother. Love Shane. Yeah, love of course Shane, you do. he's me yeah I mean how could you not he's a very lovable dude seems like he's just a guy that you just want to have a beer with um Um, I cannot believe you actually let this guy slip through the cracks here it's a little bit of a shaky one but I'm just going off of a big name and I think he's going to have a great year he's been a little shaky right now but again a guy that can really find a stride and that's Jordan
0: yeah I really wanted Jordan um
1: I just Shane is hitting the golf ball a little bit better as of right now. I like like
0: when players come into a tournament maybe after playing once already and playing well there.
1: Which is alluding to your next pick. When
0: they come (laughs) up. And so my next (laughs) pick would be Nick Taylor. If you don't know, he's a Canadian who finished second at the Waste Management Open. Another course that's dry, firm, fast. Um, So I'm hoping he can come out and do something similar.
1: Yeah wraps it up here for me my rest of the field pick um, yeah I didn't really have anything of a hunch here just picking it based off of solely just a name um, I haven't seen him float around on the top of the leaderboard for a little bit of a while there's a little bit of a trend going on with my picks here kind of picking these bigger ish name guys that have not really surfaced to the top and I got a feeling that one of these three are going to really make a push and I picked Harris English for like this Harris. week Harris, I think or he's a great Harry player English Harris? 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 Harris. Harris English. Like the hotel Harris English. Yeah. Harris. Yeah.
0: Nice. I always thought it was Harry English. I think it's a cooler name. I think so <laughs> like too. Harry English. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we'll see how we do. We'll keep you guys updated. It's a fun tournament. It's one of the best ones to watch. If you aren't, you know, into golf watching that much. The-
1: it's also just an elevated tournament before the players. Right. The it's good. And like, that's, that's a good tune. Up. For sure. Great names
0: out there. People really coming out. Great purse. Fun to watch the legends play. It's a cool course to watch. Um, so we are mixing it up, buddy. We're almost here at the end of the podcast. We like to do a featured match, but we have other topics or other, you know, um, segments segments. we
1: want to show, we want to show the world here. And we all know
0: everyone does the three rank your three best, do your three best restaurants, top top five, five, blah, 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 blah. And here we like, you know, talk about in the cabbage stuff a bit more, stuff that we find that's funny that we can disagree on, on things we hate more than we like or dislike, not hate. Hate's such a strong word. It's a hate. Yeah. yeah. Three worst is what it's called. So we're going to pick three worst, you know, fast food restaurants, three worst, you know, shoe brands. But this week we got three worst sodas.
1: Yeah. I'm really excited about this one. This is going to be a really fun one. And. If you don't mind, I would love to Please. start this off because I feel like I'm gonna get a ton right. of heat. So
0: number one would be your most like I, <laughs> most yeah.
1: or the worst I'm picking soda some, you I, don't. I'm picking some sodas that I feel like I'm gonna get some some right. for. Like
0: Soda number one would be like the I'm never right. If you're in it. the desert and you're dying and that would be one of your options to drink, you'd slap it over
1: and keep crawling. Right.
0: Yeah. So give give gonna, me I'm your honorable just, mention, buddy first and then we'll go from there
1: my honorable mention um it's gonna be my four and i feel like it's a really close it was a really tight decision um but any like just like a really really like the Fanta strawberry soda such a good one like it's it's really it's really bad (laughs) like it's really bad um, but it I don't want to knock fruit sodas as a whole because there are some gems out there, like a good orange soda, like or a cactus cooler. I mean, I'm a big fan of those. Like a squirt. Like any like of those like fruit sodas, I love that. But a strawberry, it that ain't that's it. Done. That ain't it for me. <laughs> it's bad, dude. It's just so cloyingly sweet. I don't see the purpose for it. Never really gone to it, but that's an honorable mention for me as my four. Number three. This is going to be, I feel like it's going to really rock your boat in a lot of the listeners here, but I, I've never ordered it and it's a, it's a soda that I don't really understand. I don't get it. it that's Dr. Pepper and Mr. Pip. Yeah, that's rough. I don't get it. It, t- it just tastes medicine I I don't understand the whole taste. It's just something I just never go to. And if I'm going dark soda, it's got to be Coca Cola and Pepsi. I've never
0: heard, ever called once dark soda in my life. <laughs> hey, if I'm going for a dark beverage, <laughs> like a soda, it's like, what?
1: Well, you know, there's like the sprites and right, there's the fruity ones right. out there. No one like, ever called you know the like I got dark
0: Sodas. Dark <laughs> yeah, color, I
1: guess. <laughs> I don't know. So funny. Okay. Number two, buddy. <laughs> okay, so that's my number three. You don't, you don't, you gave me a really, really good on one. I'm going to let you. Give your opinions out, and I'm gonna tell you where you went wrong. Here's a an, here's another one that again don't like, don't see the purpose for it. I've never really loved it, and it's root beer. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the overwhelming silence because I know we're gonna be butting heads on this so much and aggressively. I think this is why this just,
0: topic works so well for us. It's not that we really dislike or hate these brands so much. And so the, th- the fact that we don't like the same things. Right. That makes it funny cuz the things that you're yeah. putting in your list, I would never dream oh, that's the, of Those are the top right. of your list. I would never <laughs> dream of putting these away.
1: I don't know how much I don't know how you feel about this top soda, but this soda for me it's it's awful. It scraped my tongue with some sandpaper after I drank wow. it. Awful. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. horrific. Cree- um cream soda.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's Yeah, awful. you don't like you don't like heavy sugars
1: either. And that's just that's Dude, just like licking cream soda for me is just the worst thing ever created. Like I what is the point? <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. I, like just yeah. go drink go have a yeah. milkshake, I guess at and that, I point. Get that for me. I get that.
0: It's awful. No, 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 it makes a lot of sense.
1: So those that's my honorable mention and then my uh, top three or top three least favorite sodas and i'm just never never going to any of those yeah
0: i get that i think your list is right up the middle for you makes
1: sense. it makes sense Rio. when now that i say it out loud doesn't make sense in your head but now right i mean the me.
0: dr pepper <laughs> and the root beer were just awful calls you never had a root beer float hate root beer floats
1: oh my god uh, dude, I mean, it's not my favorite, but people like people would give them to me at birthdays. I would pretend to like them, take a bite, and then I mean, it'd go the right grapes? in the bin or
0: something stupid. You would say, "Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't say where <laughs> the, the pineapple." Or I just like, "Can it?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <It's laughs> something real, stupid. something real. Oh man. Okay,
0: well, you gave me some. Uh, I didn't even think of something you said. This, so my list is now changing a little bit.
1: Um, oh, no, okay. Well, okay, that's fine. You can change your list. That's fine. I'm change just, I'm audibling omaha omaha over here because you okay. brought up because some, some of the sodas I, you I, said
0: I, weren't even my zeitgeist because i don't really? even recognize them as sodas so okay. i'm gonna hit my honorable mention here
1: don't tell okay your first honorable is going. mention
0: is gonna be um seven up i what? hate seven up what if the options are if i can have a sprite it's 100% a hundred percent of sprite but if
1: it's like the same it's not. thing, it's
0: really not. It's not as good. It's not even close to as good. Seven up
1: is in my honorable mention. It's not good at all. Um, I cannot believe you're going to seven up in your honorable mention not. now. First, a, a Sprite lover as much right. as you, if they don't have Sprite, are you? You're not getting soda. Pepsi. If
0: it's it, yeah. fine. If, if it's not or root
1: beer. But if you're hungover and they don't have Sprite, you're telling me you're not going to a seven no, up? No, i or oh, I'll wow. go water. That was a new. That was a shocker for me. You're. Doing I'll go water. water. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with a clear beverage,
0: as you would describe it. <laughs> uh, um, my number three. Wow, okay, my number that was a big shocker for me. It's something I don't really drink ever or that often. Or like I've had it once and it's okay with like a bunch of ice and it's like one of those fancy, whatever. It's cream soda. Okay. Cream soda is a yeah. three. It's gotta be like super designer brand for it to be
1: okay. It's like real cane sugar, right? You know, like I like, like never like doing craft. It. If, I, if I'm yeah.
0: drinking those, I'm drinking Coke. But to me, cream soda could just be burned. There's no point in it. Yeah. No one wants it. Okay, it's not good. I didn't
1: think cream soda was gonna be on this list for you. To be yeah, two shockers. Yeah, cream
0: soda's just way too sugary, and if it's not like the real organic stuff, it's just too much. Um, yeah. Number two was one you said that I completely forgot about because I hate it so much is Fanta. hate all Fanta, grape, orange, lime, whatever. All the Fantas need to go in the trash. That's a real bummer.
1: Yeah. I, you're sleeping on the orange, orange Fanta. Orange, grape, whatever your stupid colors the are. Pineapple, like Fanta. All of them. Eh, like Like all those other it. ones, not great. The orange Fanta though, right. uh, come on. Right. An orange Orange fan is right into
0: the garbage. Right into the garbage. And there's one that you said that that I'm surprised you didn't say. Because I bet you forgot about it. I hate this soda, and I judge people whose favorite soda this is.
1: And the reason why they go
0: there to drink it is Mountain Dew. I love Mountain Dew. Is awful.
1: I love Uh, Mountain Dew. Dew. I knew that was gonna be your number one, and I could have called it from the start. Mountain Dew is the worst soda ever made. (laughs) It's not even close. Mountain Dew. I'm um, put me in for Mountain Dew, Live right. Mountain Dew. Right. Coke all Red, your stupid. Mountain Dew, Baja Blast. They're all, all bangers. your
0: stupid designer niche Mountain, Mountain Dews. S-
1: just standard Mountain Dew. It's just. Have you
0: ever looked at a person who loves Mountain Dew?
1: You're looking. Right. For one. Is that
0: your favorite soda?
1: <laughs> it's not right. my favorite but soda. If,
0: have you ever seen a person whose favorite soda is Mountain Dew? Do they ever look healthy
1: or okay? Well, you know, <laughs> we're, ta- <laughs> we're talking about just everyday goers of drinking soda. They're usually not a very healthy right. person. To but if you're with. saying,
0: hey, what's your favorite soda? I'm not saying I drink
1: Mountain Dew on right. the red I bet here. you have
0: stashes back there. You're drinking Mountain Dew, aren't you? You and, and your wife do not,
1: do not ever buy Mountain Dew. But if there is one and it's going to like you go to Taco Bell and you get the Mountain Dew Baja Blast slushy. Oh, yeah. And just put yourself in a
0: grave afterwards
1: i mean i can't say i've done it yeah college. <laughs>
0: dude could <laughs> be heart palpitations just even thinking about it
1: well okay who, what was on your original list that you audible you really want to hear it what was your audible? Uh, cherry coke f4 oh my god dude a cherry coke is fan you don't like a rory rogers no i don't even know what that is that's how much a- that's a roy rogers you know the like shirley yeah. temple it's sprite and um, grenadine. What's grenadine? Thank you. It's Coca Cola and grenadine.
0: Yeah, I like sprite and grenadine. Give me a Shirley Temple,
1: Roy Rogers. Call me, me old fashioned. Maybe you got to do the grenadine. Add it in yourself. Right. Coca-Cola seven situation. Up is three. It was
0: too high for Seven Up. Seven Up doesn't deserve that heat. Yeah, I was gonna say. And was two real. was cream soda. Number one was Mountain Dew. Okay. So I just okay. a little audible with the fan because slight, I just forgot fan even existed in my world because I hate it so yep. much. <laughs> um, and that's okay, you know what? And, I, and, if, and if one day you want to come pay me the, a couple hundred dollars to do some promos for you, guess what? I'll do it, and I wouldn't care. And I drink your soda, and I would lie to everybody how much I loved it, <laughs> because I don't care.
1: a vibrant yeah, color. You could buy my loyalty at this moment. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could for just about anything right now. All right, buddy. Hundred bucks goes. Hundred bucks goes a really long does. way.
0: Well, buddy, what a <laughs> hell of an episode um this is episode number five in the books you know loving every minute of it it's been a blast
1: it's fantastic i do love that top three worst because we can banter yeah. a little bit back and forth like that three that worst I, I i do love uh bringing that in yeah you're gonna see so that more fun, of that. i
0: think that's more of our vibe um so yeah man uh shout out to you know jake madison john I'm gonna figure out how to link your stuff in the description one of these days, so bear with me; it will be there. But this podcast couldn't be done without you guys. Truly, thank you. Um, You know, things you can look forward to about this podcast uh, coming up: we got bachelor party coming up, we got more golf matches from our men's club. We also have, you know, some more content eventually coming out with that. And uh, yeah, man, Uh, you got anything else for me?
1: Um, that's gonna be it, dude. I just really enjoyed this podcast. It was a fun one. It was a good one, and I'm looking forward to doing many more. I'm uh, really looking forward to this. Um, the betting system that we have going on, tracking the PGA Tour through the rest of the season, and also kind of just doing more assessments of our game and goals, and sharing a little bit of our personal experiences out on the golf course, and hopefully, our listeners can take a little bit away from well, that. I do. So that's what we got looking forward All right, to more. boys as always we're
0: in the cabbage and you keep swinging